0: And when you get to the end, the body then realizes, oh, wait a minute, I've made through all these warning signals Mm -hmm. that I've given you danger, danger, and you made it to the end, Mm -hmm. and your body's still safe. The brain goes, oh, that's outdated. That's an outdated signal. And it updates the brain like a computer
1: wow
0: (laughs) it's amazing it's like one time through can just update it and it's gone and there's i've got a lot of clients that can't even remember what they worked on afterwards because it's been reset in their brain
1: Welcome to the Imagine Mom cast. This is your host, Elaine Kohanowitz. You're in the right place, mom, if you're looking for real answers, real Jesus, and real fun. Make sure you listen all the way through because at the end of my interview with Heather, I talk about my experience uh, working with her. After we did this interview, I had a session with her the next week and it was amazing. So I'm going to tell you guys about it. So make sure you stay tuned for that. We interrupt this programming to bring you an amazing announcement that I wrote you a book. What? You wrote me a book? Yes, I wrote you a book. It's called Mom of Six Dies Laughing, How to Ditch the Overwhelm and Mom Guilt, Feel More Connected and Empowered, and Have More Fun. Why did I write this book? You know what? I wrote it because there were so many times as a mom that I have felt burnt out, When I wanted to feel energized and connected. There's so many times when I felt mom guilt. When I needed to feel like I'm winning. And there were so many times where I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Or I didn't know where to go next. Or I felt like I had no creative juices whatsoever left. And I wanted you guys to feel instead like you were super creative. And had all kinds of ideas. And knew that you were not alone in all these struggles. So make sure you get the book. You can go to imaginemom.com slash book to get pick it up today or go to Amazon. It's also available there on paperback and Kindle. So I cannot wait for you to read it. I, it was a really great book. It's humorous. It's full of lots of great stories. If nothing else, you can laugh at all my hijinks and the crazy mistakes that I made as a mom and feel a lot better about yourself. So get it today. Check it out. Hi all, this is Elaine Kohanowitz and I'm so glad that you're with me today. I have a special guest, Heather Rutowski and she is a certified emotional resolution practitioner. And I brought her on today because um, I just thought what she had to share with you guys could be so incredibly powerful. I know like just talking to her, it, I'm, I'm excited to learn more about it because it's helped so many people and so many moms. And without like monopolizing the conversation, because I'm so pumped about it, I am gonna let her share. So let's start with, um, uh, hi Heather, thank you for being on the show. <laughs> thank
0: you for having me. I'm excited. Thanks.
1: And Heather, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I know you have children, and maybe a little bit about. We actually met through homeschooling, so maybe a little short history, and you could tell us about your dog. <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm I'm a mom of three. They're almost, within the next month, I'm going to have an 18-year-old, a 21-year-old, and a 13-year-old wow. all oh, wow. like two weeks of each other. Oh, wow. Yeah, been homeschooling from the beginning. You know, we took some classes at school part-time, got mm-hmm. one in college, one out of college. And one even went my youngest went to school for a full year. So I've been in and out of mostly homeschooling for the last twenty-one years here. Since it starts at birth, right?
1: I know. Isn't that crazy? Like you can't believe it's been that
0: long. (laughs) I know, I can't. And and I'm, like you said, an emotional resolution practitioner. I've gotten to that health field mainly because of my own needs. You know, we a lot of times we find how we help people by Seeking it ourselves through our own trials and errors through life. Sure, and, sure. And I'm so I'm a certified in that. And I see clients on Zoom. And basically, what I do is I just help guide them. I help guide people through a process that helps them to release their own stuck emotions, their mm-hmm. whatever it is anger, PTSD. We even work on chronic ailments whether it's aches and pains nice even working with someone right now with cancer so oh wow releasing any kind of stuck emotions and to have a calmer day I mean makes a huge difference in our health Mm -hmm. in our mental health and our physical health so that's kind of yeah that's what I do that's awesome
1: and you actually do a a program for pregnant women too don't you
0: oh I do so excited I've um my um another certified practitioner and I Andrea list we developed this program for pregnant women and we um gone going through pregnancy no matter what it is whether it's home birth hospital birth cesarean birth uh-huh. women go through the same thing they go through all of these you know their body changes they feel ugly they feel fat they don't know if the relationship's good they've got all these Emotions. yeah Oh my gosh.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: We developed a program to help them get rid of some of the anxieties around being pregnant, whether it's worrying about baby or worrying about the relationship or what, anything. Right. Nice. And then we in the program we also do a bonding. So we take them through like a deep meditation, do bond in with baby, connect oh, them with baby a little bit deeper. And and even as, as connected as I was when I was pregnant. I would have loved to have had this program because connecting even more in with baby, I mean, they are in you. They're a part of you.
2: Wow.
0: So a simple meditation. We can kind of connect and do a little baby bonding. <laughs> and, and it's so fun when we get closer to the end of pregnancy, we um, work with a mom to, you know, go through to connect in with baby and kind of explain what birth will be like. Mm-hmm. With, and I've worked with cesarean births and, so it's like what we think birth will look like. And right. Just, you know, fac- basically prepare mom and baby. So I've even worked with the dad. In my in our program we save one session, at least one session if dad wants more to all for dad also to bond in with baby it's Oh, uh,
2: that's both. cool.
0: That was fun. So that, that was fun. That is cool. With the dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. So,
1: so that I wanted to make sure we, we know we got that in there because I'm sure that there'd be a piece people listening that would be very interested in learning more about that. So uh, take us back in time a little bit and, and how did you get involved with this originally?
0: Well, my story's a long one, like with anyone else's, right? <laughs> I we got nothing the time. <laughs> yeah. I've been fighting health issues since I was young, like 15. And I just knew something wasn't quite right with my mood, and sometimes it's being around others, but I was seeking out doctor's help from an early age, and and they were just kind of confused by me, because I wasn't someone that came in that wanted medication. I wanted answers, because I wanted to improve my life. I had ended up pretty ill with mono at a young age, that now I know kind of affected my life over long term. Epstein-Barr can...
1: You don't know how many people I've met that say that.
0: Mm-hmm. Epstein-Barr can be such a beast. It just... Mm. Is that it, another name for mono? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So mono is an Epstein-Barr strain. Okay. And there's multiple of those, and some of them are worse than others, and i kind of prone to a worse one that kind of stuck in and hung on. Mm-hmm. And the doctors just didn't know what was going on. I kind of thought I was just kind of crazy or hypochondriac. and
1: Oh, wow. Uh, That's yeah. really frustrating.
0: Uh, and as a woman, I mean, throughout history, women have been gone to the doctors and I think they even called it mad woman disease or something oh, way wow. back then because they didn't know what was happening. That was usually menopause time. Right, right. But I started early on. So I started. Started seeking a lot of. Now, when you say early on, like what age? My gosh, I was 15, I think. Oh wow. So by 18, 19, I was at the doctor, going, "What's wrong with me?" Oh wow. Yeah. So and tried natural stuff and, but I had also was in a relationship that wasn't healthy, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, and at a young age, that's hard to recognize. Sure, sure. So yeah, so that one was a big effect on me. And then I was working as a chef at the time. I'm a oh, trained wow. chef.
1: Nice. Training hey, <laughs> now see, that just goes to show you could do all kinds of things in one oh. lifetime.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so you just keep growing. <laughs> so but I've noticed that I was getting sicker and sicker at work. But there's so many factors that came into play with my health. Because of stress of the relationship that wasn't quite healthy. We couldn't figure out how to make it healthier.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And being around all the food I was around, lots of flour. and Yeah, and so,
1: all the potential food allergies that you don't really realize are affecting your body.
0: Yeah, and then if you start throwing tons at you with stress, then your body can create these reactions just because it's trying to protect you. Right, right, right. And and so then I and birth and then childbirth. So then I got pregnant and pregnancy causes so much crazy stuff to the body. That's why yeah. another reason why that pregnancy program is so important to me, because with all that pregnancy stress, we just women, we just we women we take on so much. Mm. We just plow through as moms
2: as mm-hmm. women.
0: We just plow through whatever we need to plow through without Looking at ourselves, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always about our kids, our husband, our partner, whatever it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We just don't take time to rest. And so I just kind of get sicker and sicker with pregnancies. And really, I did a lot of natural healing through diet, you know, gluten free, sugar free, which helped. So I, did, I think
1: I, I remember that too.
0: Yeah. It's real strict. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so lots of food. And then I started realizing of adding in the emotional piece to it. So I am divorced at this point. After twenty two years of relationship, we're divorced.
1: That's rough. I,
0: yeah, it was in and in, in tragedy, you know, I had lost my parents kind of Wasn't it kind
1: of around the same time too?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh my I,
1: gosh.
0: Had, I had decided I needed to go ahead and go through the divorce and make that dis- decision, which was very difficult. I'm a very loyal, like let's work this out. Mm-hmm. And that day was the day that my parents ended up in an accident. Um, oh torture.
1: gosh! Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, so lots of stuff on the body. <laughs> so, wow. So um. Yeah, so I had a lot on my shoulders and I had kind of put the divorce on the side for a couple months, but realized it needed to go through. So I went through the divorce and the grieving probate all at the same time. Oh wow. Yeah. Lots of learning. And I know my voice feels a little shaky with it when I think about that kind of
1: no kidding. Stuff.
0: But um and, and
1: still and still homeschooling at the same time. Really? And how old were the kids around that time?
0: Boy, let's see. I think my youngest was about five. So oh, five, six, eight.
1: And they uh, were, uh, I mean, of course, in addition to the divorce, but they were also very close to
0: your grandparents, right? Yeah, they were so close. We lived three doors down from them. Oh, wow. And they were like parents. They they. Yeah. Yeah, I needed, they were there where I needed the help with my children. They, yeah. They were like the ultimate grandparents. That's Stole awesome. The rotten, loved them <laughs> <to death. laughs> but I look at I look at my kids now and I see how much those grandparents, how important grandparents I, I always get all teary when I see grandparents that are so a part of Involved. their grandkids lives. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. they they really made my son the man he is today and my daughter's the kind souls that they are they really contributed to that as as family as grandparents that's awesome mm-hmm. so i was grateful for the time we had because they made a huge impact and we shifted and adjusted like everyone has to right mm-hmm. and then that's when i found emotional resolution I was okay doing some other energy work i was doing body talk um which is a natural modality to help heal the body physically. Mm. Okay. Using muscle testing. Um, Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Then I found the emotional resolution. That was kind of the, the key for me to bring it all together. Mm. And it's kind of brought me, it's made me more grounded, more calm and able to heal physical stuff. Because by the time the last five years, I've been pretty ill going through everything. I've, multiple autoimmune stuff that popped up oh wow and um so what pretty, was the contra
1: like like what made that particular thing click for you uh the emotional
0: resolution yeah well the over the last five years i was I had kind of gotten so bedridden I was so ill I was just so exhausted so tired that was even before pandemic and three rounds of, or two rounds of COVID. Um, right. Jeez. Oh, Let's <laughs> <That's laughs> just throw COVID on top of that for fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and when I started doing emotional resolution, I started because I really had felt like I had needed to get my stuff in order. Like I maybe had three or five years, and I needed to really think about what it was going to look like for my kids if my. Oh, wow, like you thought around. you were going to die. I did. I finally hit the point. I fought it and I fought it and I fought it. My diet was so clean, vegan for a while, very strict. I tried all kinds of things and I had finally decided no matter how clean I am, no matter how much supplements I take, I'm still declining. So, yeah, I thought I got to get my stuff in order. I got to get the paperwork done. And I had ended up, I had a friend that called me to this class. He did a session on me. And I had, I was on the brink of having panic attacks
1: mm-hmm. when I was
0: working out. And we did a session around, which kind of came, something came in my, my ex-relationship, came up, and we cleared it, and it just was gone. I had no anxiety anymore. And the joy, the thought that when I worked out, Every time I thought I was going to end up in a panic attack, it was just gone. Wow. Never came back. But every, you know, for months I'd be like, where is it? You'd work out and you'd go, where is that feeling? Uh And so I realized the more sessions I did, the healthier I got. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, that's kind of how I was like, okay, (laughs) this is something I got to train in. (laughs)
1: Oh, that's awesome. So then you started you training and actually getting certified in it,
0: yeah, in two thousand eighteen, I started my year of training um, working on lots of clients uh, at this point. I mean, I've worked on lots of clients, I've done lots of trades, and what do you and, mean by uh, trades? Well, I take like other practitioners, oh, okay. So they do a session on me. I do a session on them. It's a great learning tool. Oh, wow. That's neat. Yeah. And we learned that that was the best way to learn this. And it's, you know, because for me, it's just about being able to guide my client in the direction they need to go to efficiently clear this stuff out. And it's based on um, like neuroscientific research that's based around that by some big names like Bessel van der Kolk who did, um, the body keeps the score.
1: Okay. Book. Is that a book? Yeah. It's, uh-huh. yeah.
0: And, um, and I was like, Lisa Barrett Feldman was one of the other big ones. So it's based on some big names that they've seen this in their practices. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so we started, so I trained for a year, taking lots of clients. Um, my teachers out in California, Cedric Bertelli had brought this, he had trained in France, and he had brought it to the United States. Okay. And now he's developed this. He he kind of broke away from the uh French group that he was originally with, so he could mm-hmm. just expand it. And we we've got a, the Emotional Health Institute has connections. Say it's a nonprofit. It's got connections in France, in Germany, I think another country. But we're spreading all over the world. We've got practitioners in Japan. Oh wow yeah and trying to even spread it as much as we can just to teach people how to do this on their own because it's it's a natural it's something natural we're all born with we just Mm. aren't taught how to do it at a young age and then we wow store this stuff
1: so can you walk us through like how you
0: do it so the basically it's so simple the we store these sensory imprints when there is a trauma or some stress moment that is just so intense that we cannot fully understand it and absorb it and let it go. Mm-hmm. And it gets kind of stored in the body when it's just so tense we can't. A lot of times we have a stress, someone makes us a little angry. We're able to feel it, let it go. Mm-hmm. But the ones that get stuck, and I use, sometimes I use the the image of, like, if you get mugged by someone in a red hat, and Uh it's so traumatic for you, your body stores it. And maybe they grabbed your arm, you know, maybe they touched you in a few places, or maybe you're just, you felt your heart racing at that moment. So the next time you see a man with a red hat in a store, your body reacts, but you have no idea why. And it is your body just giving you a warning signal. Hey, we know that men with red hats, whatever, and who knows what it is. Maybe it's sounds or smells. It's all. Okay.
1: Sound. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. And so your body,
1: brain like stored that information as a. it protector.
0: stores it. Yeah. It says, oh, this is a dangerous moment. And as we walk through this world we walk through this world and our conscious mind is reading everything in like 40 bits per second, which is Mm -hmm. a lot of information, but our unconscious mind is recording everything around us. Sounds, you know, sights, feelings, Uh 400 billion bits per second. Wow. So the subconscious at 400 billion and the conscious at 40 bits, you know, So the subconscious records everything that we don't even realize. So even in a moment of stress where we maybe can't even remember the conscious, the subconscious continues to record everything in that moment. Wow. And that's why like serious moments, traumas will show back up as anxieties or tensions that you don't even understand why, because you don't you don't remember it anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I see what you mean
0: like yeah, your 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 yeah.
1: feelings remember it sort of, but you're like you said, you're subconscious, but your 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 like logical brain doesn't didn't process it never got not never got caught up,
0: yeah, and can you imagine if we had to remember all of that information right yeah, it would be so traumatic and we wouldn't be able to function right so' that way it shuts down to kind of protect. But it still stores everything. They've even done research on the brain where they've opened up the brain and hit certain spots like stimulated. Yeah. And memories from the past would be so clear as day that would come on to those people that they'd be able to voice because they've stimulated certain areas of the brain.
1: Oh wow. And I think
0: it I know and I think they thought that it was stored in cert, a certain area, but it's stored all over. So Oh wow. It's fascinating how we, the things that we do to protect ourselves and, and what I, and this is such a basic thing is all we have to do is feel and we, cause we use a lot of coping mechanisms, whether it's deep breath or whatever it is, yoga, anything mm-hmm. to distract ourselves. Yeah. But to get rid of all these tensions, we have to actually dive in and feel them. Mm. So you gotta shut off the mind all the thoughts that mm-hmm. just talk to us and just dive into the physical body, yeah, so that's kind of what I do with clients is or if I've got someone that's got a stressful moment, like their boss yelled at them, yeah, Bring that kind of back up as if they're there right, that they can even put them back themselves back to that moment as if they're right there,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then we dive them into the physical let them forget that moment and see where is that showing up. And it shows up in two to three spots. And then they just watch as it changes and moves Mm. where that's where all those sensory imprints were stored. And as they watch those sensory imprints, they'll basically go through the entire thing, whatever was stored. And when you get to the end, the body then realizes oh, wait a minute, I've made through all these warning signals Mm -hmm. that I've given you, danger, danger, and you made it to the end, Mm -hmm. and your body's still safe, the brain goes, oh, that's outdated. That's an outdated signal, and it updates the brain like a computer. Wow. (laughs) It's amazing. It's like one time through can just update it. And it's gone. And there's I've got a lot of clients that can't even remember what they worked on afterwards because it's been reset in their brain.
1: Oh, that's crazy. That's really wild. Now, one of the things that uh, when we kind of briefly talked about this before that you mentioned to me was that people don't have to go back to their traumas necessarily.
0: Yeah, that's, you know... Going back to the moment of trauma is so traumatic for the body and the mind. And that's the last thing we want to do. We do not want to take someone back to an instant that was so hard for them.
2: Mm-hmm. And we don't have
0: to because if that is was such a hard moment, they're seeing it in today. And maybe it's as simple as anxiety when their friend calls on the phone or the worry of having to get out and go into the grocery store. Such simple little moments can actually be uh-huh. to traumas of the past. Yeah. And, you know, I've got a lot of clients that have worked on, like, driving stuff, like car wreck issues. Okay. And instead of, like, working on the moment the car wreck happened, well, how do you feel now about having to get in the car and go drive to the grocery store? It makes me so anxious. That's the moment we work on now, so it's less traumatic to the body, yeah. So you
1: work on that, and then that resets the past.
0: It does, it's like this little fear, like the domino effect, where it just feeds back into the original moment. Because what we because that's kind of what happened, those traumas happen early in life, most of them happen in utero, in childbirth. Childbirth is, is traumatic, wow, it just is. I mean, that's a lot of stuff going on for baby. So a lot of traumas can actually happen in utero. And even up to like three, four, you know, even just a little child that walks over to the stove and you yell at them, Uh not to touch the hot stove that can, at a young age, it just can create a lot of stuff. And I don't want to put any guilt on moms because we do what we, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But all those little moments can then feed into the danger of, you know, what's in the future as a 20 year old. You smell right. fire, feelings anxious, anxious, could be yeah. back to the fire on the stove as a four-year-old, you know, Wow. it's fascinating. And, it's, and we never have to connect them really, <clears throat> because do we really need to know the story? I mean, it's fascinating. I find it mm-hmm. fascinating to think about connecting them, is that I've had clients that have had sensations that just feel like birth moments.
1: Oh, wow.
0: It's, fascinating you know where they have these sensations at oh yeah Um,
1: you're pointing to like your
0: shoulders so like 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 your
1: head's coming
0: out or whatever and yeah your stuff like the the first round they felt it on their shoulders real tight and then the second round they felt it like on their hips and I was like oh that sounds so fascinating to me it was possibly a birth moment as they're coming out and being born Mm mm-hmm but um, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If we're but that's really the exciting, exciting part. Yeah. Is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just fun. It's just entertaining to think. Wow, that could be a birth moment. Yeah. From my end as the professional. But if they just come to me the next time and they're like, Yeah, my anxiety's gone. That's all that matters, right? So let's.
1: So would you be willing to like kind of walk through a, a maybe a, a mock session? With me?
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay. So um, I could come up with something I feel, or we could just pr- make it up.
0: What would be better, do If you want
1: to actually sink in okay. and
0: try
1: it. Why not? I just thought it might be neat for people to get to hear like what it looks like.
0: Yeah. And, because
1: you yeah. said that potentially you could learn to do it for yourself.
0: Yes, I teach. I teach how to do self-emres on yourself. And it's like an hour long class and it's really great for groups or one on one. Um, but the biggest key with all this stuff and any of this healing stuff that we do is that you need to do it right on your own. That's cool, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I can even you know either walk you through a moment that you have anxiety with or teach you how to kind of do it on your own.
1: Yeah, teach me how to do it on my own
0: so. It's mostly like if you have like a moment that you feel stressed or any kind of emotion. Do you have anything that you're Yeah,
1: like today actually <laughs> You know, just feeling behind. I think feeling behind and in, in that stress of like anxiety of you know, like out of controlness, right? Like I yeah. don't know what exactly what I need to do. I don't feel organized. I feel like, you know every nothing is i'm unsure like nothing is right you know like i'm did i get this done did i get that done i need to make a list you know what i mean like just that anxiety of i got up too late you know or whatever um
0: i'm
1: I'm not doing a good job you know
0: Ah yes such a typical one that we all have right (laughs) a lot of people call it procrastination some yeah (laughs) yeah um and for that, you know, for the self MREs, what I would tell you is in that moment, you're feeling it. What what do you usually do in those moments that you're feeling that stress?
1: I think that I. um, I think my my like my feet, my my breathing gets shallower and I feel like um almost sometimes like I want to cry, you know, like, like yep. oh, you know, and I feel tense in my shoulders and I just feel like. Oh, like this. Nothing is right. You know,
0: you are tapping into exactly what you need to. So in that moment, when you feel that. What you do is first you feel, can I close my eyes? Because that's an indicator that you feel safe. You know, am I in a spot that I feel like I can close my eyes? If the answer is no, remove yourself, you know, bathroom, bedroom, wherever car you know that's the biggest thing because this stuff doesn't work if you don't feel safe that is really
1: fascinating actually because like you're telling me this and I'm thinking in this room like this is my office and then sometimes my husband works in here with me and of course the kids are in and out asking questions and stuff I feel like no way could I close my eyes in here you know what I mean like I would be like locking myself in my room and then double locking myself like in the bathroom
0: (laughs) right well and that's a great that's like your first big step right there because it is because we can't clear anything if we don't feel safe because the body then knows that you don't feel safe no Mm -hmm. we're not gonna let go of this (laughs) are you crazy yeah i'm apparently warning you for something that i need to warn you for you know so it doesn't realize it can let that go but that's the biggest thing is being able to feel safe can i close my eyes Okay. The answer is yes. It's like, where do I feel it at my body right now? You're Mm -hmm. like behind my eyes. Okay. Close my eyes. I feel that. And where else do you feel it? My stomach. And you can anchor into a third one or not. You know, if you've got a third one, wherever it's at. And then you just let the thought go. It's like at this point, you don't need to think about the, you know, the stress of the day or anything, you just find your physical sensations. It's behind my eye. It's in my stomach. It's in my throat. And now just watch them. And you let them change. You do nothing. At this point, you do nothing. You just watch your sensations and you let them change.
1: Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, everybody's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> wow, that's pretty exciting. So it's basically like you're 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 letting your body know that you're okay.
0: Absolutely, Elaine. That is yes, exactly. You're letting your wow. body know you're okay, and you're watching that old sensory imprint shift and change. Sometimes they get really tense. Sometimes they're really light but you watch it and let it change and you watch them all together. That's another big key. If you're like really focusing on your stomach cause it's really tense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to get stuck because you got to relax into all of them. Okay. Man, that stomach's really tense. Oh, but my shoulders also ache and my head hurts and you just sink into all of them. And the big key we always say is do nothing like you let you just wow your mind from any thoughts and you do you sink into this nothing and a lot of um a lot of people a lot of met you know deep meditators kind of but you know <clears throat> sometimes they've found that do nothing but it takes some practice
1: right to like let to let to to let yourself focus just on your body mm-hmm. and I could imagine because I've I'm no like healing expert, but I've just done some healing prayer with people, you know, and especially people that are very logical. A lot of men, I think, might struggle with that sometimes. I, I'm not trying to single out men, like women no, sometimes no. too, but like just the like logical kind of.
0: Well, it's kind of more in their genes, right? They're they're the protector. They don't yeah connect in. Um, but yeah, we're getting more and more men into our practitioner program and, and this is developed by a man. And so it, which is so cool to see more and more connect in. Um, yeah, it's hard to kind of let some of that genes go. It's hard as a mom to be like, no, I've got to go do this, this, and this, you know, for me, the first year was quieting the, the mom mind. Well, I need to go do soccer. Can not take my kids to soccer? Go figure out what to do for dinner. I'm like, no, quiet. It is important to take care of our physical self. And, and wow. some of the, one of the easiest ways to start connecting in with your body is just sitting outside and connecting into your five senses.
2: Hmm. It's
0: like, what am I looking at? Really notice what you see. What do I hear? What am I smelling? What am I tasting? And what am I feeling? And you do that all at once.
1: Wow. I mean, I don't know. I feel like this is weird, but it's almost like a God moment. You know, like I feel like God's like, you know, this is what I made you for, you know, or this is what I made for you, you know, to like be out there in nature and just, you know, experiencing, you know, what he has. Um,
0: Because we rush,
1: like you said, like soccer, food, you know, emails, you know, clients, kids, babies, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Yeah, you are. I so agree with you. It is finding this calm in this world that just rushes. Why? Why? There is so much beauty, so much calm, so much connection. We all are connected, right? It's just. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's some of that beautiful stuff that I found doing this and and. And I blend it with some other stuff just because all, all these tools are important. I don't think one tool is important. But it's made some of the other stuff like even more helpful. You know, once oh, like cool. clear all this stuff out. So like <laughs>
1: once once you can kind of let that, you know, warning, warning, warning go. Then you can kind of deal with more, like, okay, so like one thing you mentioned to me was like c- communication with your ex husband.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, so this work is so fun. It's so the more, like, if I'm, I, when I noticed it, one of the most moments I noticed it was I had a phone call I needed to make to my ex. And I thought, this is gonna be a fight, right? And I'm real careful how I word words, how I think because what we think we create. And I was like, why am I creating this?
1: So oh, I see what you mean, like, you're, you're going to set yourself up for failure.
0: Absolutely. I'm like, yeah. if I think I'm going to call and have a fight. Well, I am putting that energy out there. I'm going to call them with tension, anger. Wow, so that's I, so true. <laughs> I mean, I, felt I feel like that hurt, with my right? husband <laughs> and my kids sometimes. Absolutely. Co-workers, so, you know, like everything. Yeah. So I sat in and did MRES, the self-MRES. I sat in, I was like, where do I feel that tension at? Closed my eyes. I found two or three spots and I just let them change. And I forgot about the conversation and I just got rid of all my tension. And I, and afterwards, I was like, and, and, and one of the big things is once you do the self-MRES, I sat back in and make sure, okay, is there any tension left? If there is, I do it again. Make sure I got it all cleared out. And I had this phone call. I called him up, and I was like, "Okay, I'm okay. I'm ready for the fight. I'm not. It's not going to bother me." He, there was no fight. There was what would have normally been an argument about something. It was just like, "Okay, that's fine." Wow. <laughs> got off the phone, shocked.
1: Wow.
0: Yes. And
1: and that's not the only time that's happened since then, right?
0: No. And just two or three weeks ago, it was another like life changing moment because we know how when we get in with relationships with people, we just expect it to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And yes, we can improve that. but, But we had a conversation that was night and day from 22 years of a relationship. We had a conversation like only two or three weeks ago and we were disagreeing. He even said, well, I disagree with you Mm -hmm. in a calm manner. And I said, well, I encourage you to think about this. We talked the entire time. And at the end of the conversation, he then he was even asking me for directions. And it was such a calm conversation. I was it was it was that life changing moment of, oh, wow, I have really done a lot of work here.
2: That's cool.
0: I have cleared so much stuff. That has obviously affected him, also.
1: Oh, that's really neat. Yeah, so, so it kind of affect affected. People around us. Yeah, and you and you said it. Now that you're saying that, it reminded me you you had mentioned that it affected your children as well.
0: It does. My kids are strong, and you know, even when I have <laughs> those moments, and my kids won't take care of any something or whatever, they roll their eyes. Whatever, I clear my stuff, and they're more calm, and I'm more calm. It is interesting how when we clear out our stuff it just puts out an energy around us it just does and I know some of this has been scientifically measured that energy we put around but Mm -hmm. it's like that old I think there's a cartoon that I saw recently where the angry the mom was all happy at home the angry dad comes home and she was so happy but now she sees he's angry so then her mood shifts right right
1: right sure
0: And then the kid that was on the floor playing suddenly sees mom's angry now. So then their mood shifts down. And so.
1: Oh, and in families, it's such a, I mean, you really feed off each other.
0: You do, don't you? You're a close unit. So it's almost like that opposite effect of mom's really happy. It bleeds into the next person. Oh, well, I can take care of myself. I see her able to take care of it. And it just shifts into everyone down the line, the positive way versus the negative way.
1: That is so cool. Oh. Well, you know, I I sometimes think um with I know talk about energy and I I know that for a lot of people that's kind of a weird concept, you know. Um but I guess like I've done some different work that has to do with energy too. More more mine's been more, you know, in the um the health realm versus the emotional realm, although my daughter's done some within the emotional realm um, with a Christian counselor, and I, I, you know, I guess I think of it like a remote control, you know, like a hundred years ago, if someone saw you use a remote control, they'd like think you were using witchcraft or something, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, we know now that there's waves in the air, right, and that's what, you know, causes that to work, and I guess I think about that with the body, it's not, you know, it's not necessarily weird. It's just, it's something we're discovering, you know, Mm -hmm. about how those waves, or I don't know if they're waves, but, you know, whatever energy that we put off, you know, could potentially even be measured. I mean, in a way where, like with what you're doing, you know, you may not be actually writing down, you know, the measurements of it, but you're definitely seeing the effects of it, almost like gravity, you know, or something like
0: that. And it's like all my all these practitioners are seeing the same effects throughout the family unit. But it is, it's that simple. If I'm smiling, the person next to me is gonna have our hard time. I mean, if I'm really happy and really smiling, the person next to you is gonna have to work really hard not to also feel some of that happiness. Right, exactly. That's a and good point. Just, yeah, it's kind of almost that natural human connection that we all have. And just like the angry if someone's angry in the house it's it's really hard for everyone else to stay happy
1: yes yes you have to work hard at it
0: you have to work really hard. it's like you're
1: shielding yourself off from it all the time Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yep and so, so it's easy to go look at the negative way, and we don't really, it's just not as easy to look at the positive way and go, oh, yeah, it does work the same the other way.
1: <laughs> How do you think this, like, integrates with the spirit? I mean, because I feel like, you know, God's spirit is, is yeah, that's the, such a big part of, like, us as humans. Unfortunately, you know, not everybody really taps into that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um so, I didn't know if you had any like kind of maybe thoughts from your own experiences working with people,
0: yeah, you know, and I work with I work with all kinds of people I work with you know very spiritual people um, on all different religions and mm-hmm. and secular people and atheist people mm-hmm. and and you know and they're they're getting the you know, like an atheist person would get the comfort of just feeling more calm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And but for me, i it is more of a personally for me, it's it is more of that connection into the universe, into our purpose. And and mm-hmm. I, you know, I believe each of us have a different purpose as we come here. It's like what? And they may shift over time, too. Our skills, you know as we grow in and out of being a mom. And then into something else afterwards. In and out of
1: being a pastry chef. <laughs>
0: I know, exactly. <laughs> I was good at that too, <laughs> and I have no desire to do it anymore.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Oh, so so funny.
0: But yeah, but it is. It for me, it is such a connection into my soul and and who I am and my gut and 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 I do a lot of meditating and and. And connecting, but I also always honor whoever is my client where they are at because we're always in such a different spot. And for them, it's having a better relationship with their children oh my gosh, or partner, or even just frankly, I've worked with a lot of women that have had a lot of trauma. And Mm. if they can just have a better relationship with themselves
1: that's cool, that is really cool, right? Absolutely.
0: We get so disconnected from who we are in our heart. And so, yeah, it looks different for a lot of other people than it may be for me.
1: But I love that. I love that. And for sure, we, you know, as people, we just go forward. But you, like you said, you you just keep marching along because you need to, right? But how much better life would be if you could even the playing field I suppose I don't know if that's a good way to say it but you know like just kind of get rid of all that's holding you back
0: absolutely I mean I just sometimes the heart really feels for how much is just missed it's like how much how how good it feels to be sitting in that calm in that connected place and and even if it's the The mom that doesn't explode and yell anymore. If that's all we get, then that's totally worth it.
1: Yeah, totally totally worth
0: it. it. But there is, oh man, but yeah, I encourage my clients to keep going just to connect in and feel that there's just so much calm and to slow the world down. We go too fast. Just slow it down.
1: That's awesome. Enjoy it. Well, you know, you're like a walking miracle.
0: You're supposed to be dead, according to what you were saying. (laughs) Yeah, I was... I'm slowly continuing to heal. I have my aches and pains and and get out on the soccer field and barely function, but <laughs> Oh yeah, we've
1: been playing women's soccer together. That's been really fun. I'm so impressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, just having slowly getting moving again there I was able to kind of clear my mind a lot from so much heaviness and the physical body was it causes so much havoc in the physical body. Mm. Our physical body is so strong. It knows what it's doing. We have such a, the machine that we are, we are in is so intelligent and it just wants to protect us. So clearing all of that thought, I was kind of left with a pretty broken down body. And so Mm. now it's like, resetting all of those emotional stuff that's still triggering the body into wanting to protect and the physical body's s- slowly coming along
1: <laughs> oh good yeah that's yeah. awesome well it's may i mean i know it's been slow but it's been a major like difference right from where you were before
0: oh so major and and so major and even from- on the days that i struggle you know i think of those moments of how I feel. I feel so calm and connected. Those moments I have with my exit, I was like, yeah, there has been so many improvements. And I get by the time we're in our 40s, we're supposed to be learning more than we knew at 20. But it's just nice. It's just amazing to have a tool that helps me even do that quicker and cleaner. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Well, tell us um how to get connected with you or your organization or whatever you're doing, trainings and that kind of thing.
0: Yes, absolutely. There's um the emotional health institute.org um is the main site for our nonprofit. It also has a list of all of our practitioners that um have been certified on there. And on the EmotionalHealthInstitute.org, um, there's so much information. Cedric has put out lots of videos, info videos of how this works. Oh, great. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of information on that. Um, my personal web page is com. Mm-hmm. My good old Kansas City here.
2: Yay.
0: And um, And I've got, you know, my... Information on that site, and also a link to the Emotional Health Institute, and and there's a lot of you know a lot of us practitioners will put out um, classes on how to how to learn self-emres, um, and a lot of times they are just cheap, eight dollars, oh, okay, not a lot more than twenty five at the most usually is what I'm seeing, um, and those run fairly regularly from some of our practitioners. Um, that's exciting. Yeah. And they're like an hour and a half in the evening, usually, or sometime during the day, but you can go in and take the class and kind of, they'll explain why, you know, why, why we need to get into our emotion and to fix it versus stepping out of it with some kind of mechanism like yoga or deep breathing, Mm -hmm. like getting into it really is what's going to help. And yeah, so I, and we always encourage everyone to take those classes and learn how to do this on your own. And with any healing, you know, take the time for yourself. You know, every morning I get up and I do this. Nice. Throughout the day, like before I got on with you, I was nervous. So I sat down here for 15, 20 minutes and (laughs) made sure I sat with it. (laughs) That's really
1: cool. That's really cool.
0: But, but, this is actually it's really quick. when you actually sit in and do it, it shouldn't take more than two to three minutes.
1: You nice. Can
0: actually clear it out in two to three minutes.
1: That's exciting. So, and they can also contact you if if they want your your help.
0: Yes, yeah, I do. I take clients from all over the world, and Zoom is a great format for doing that. Um, I do free consults, so they're welcome to call me or call me or email me and mm-hmm. we can set up a free consult and um, talk about how this can help you. And I also do coaching programs with it too. So.
1: And what about the, the pregnancy one? Is that, is that all on your website?
0: Yeah, that's on my website. The pregnancy one, we kind of set up and I'm flexible on that. Cause if you get on the website and you're like, oh my gosh, because it's a package, it's, 14 sessions to use throughout the pregnancy like to meet with everyone somewhere from either once a week to once every few weeks okay and you know a couple sessions a month is even great to have those pregnancy ones and then when you get closer you do the the um, preparing for birth sessions okay for you and baby and I've had moms that oh my gosh that were afraid to give birth and by the time the end of the session she's like I got this
1: that's awesome. I know. I mean, it's pretty cool actually to go into birth with that kind of mindset because it's hard enough when you're freaking out.
0: It is. It's hard enough to think, how am I going to get this thing out of me? Right. Yeah. What yeah. have I done? And Now I only have a week left. What <laughs> have I done? <laughs> right. It's too late. Can't take it back. Yes. And just clearing that out and preparing you and baby and whether it's You know, really connecting in with baby it doesn't matter because if you're calming your mind baby feels that
1: that's awesome well i'm gonna put all this in the description i'll put the links so if anybody's interested that will be there and i just thank you so much heather for speaking with us today
0: absolutely thank you for having me it was so fun thank you awesome i
1: i'm so excited to share this with people it's going to be great
0: I'm so excited.
1: It was fun. So after this interview, I scheduled an appointment with Heather. I um, actually did it over Zoom the next week. And it just turned out that the week after that, I had something happen that just really kind of jolted me. And I was very upset. And so I thought, you know, I'm just gonna call her and see if she has an opening. So I did that. Um, We met over Zoom. So what we did was, um, she asked me to kind of put myself back in the spot where I had been that week that had, you know, made me upset. And so I did that. And then she asked me, well, to think about two or three places in your body and how they felt. And mine were like, I felt my throat tighten and my jaw was kind of clenched and my shoulders were tight And so she had me basically forget about the situation after I had honed in on the physical feelings, excuse me. And she had me just focus on those feelings as a whole and just really watch those feelings in my body and watch them move. And um, she walked me through that, I did that for a while, and then it just turned out that At one point, everything kind of settled in my shoulders and it was still really tight. So some of it had faded away, but a lot of it had kind of just settled right in there. And we tried to work through it. It wouldn't go away. So she said, okay, Elaine, look at your shoulders and tell me how you feel. And I said, well, I feel really angry. And she said, well, say out loud what or who you feel angry About like what is that anger directed towards and so I did that and then she said okay so now we're gonna look back at that feeling and we're gonna just watch where it goes and so once I kind of identified I guess what was really bothering me and then I was able to walk through with her just watching my body like the the that tightness in my shoulders move and kind of just really paying attention to where it went and eventually it just moved out and I felt so relieved and so I actually worked on another thing with her that one we didn't quite get all the way through a lot of the feelings that I had dissipated and I was able to I mean the cool thing about it is you don't really have to, it's probably related to something in your past, but you don't have to go back to that in order to deal with it. Um, I noticed that some past memories came up when I dealt with the other thing, but once we just kind of identified what they were, we moved right on and focused more on the feeling that I was having in my body. And um, so, like I said, we didn't quite get through that one. So the rest of the day, I was feeling a little bit tense because We didn't quite finish that one, but the next day, oh man, it was so amazing. Like after a good night's sleep and just, I just, I can't, I don't know if I can explain to you in words it, it, you know, when she talked in the interview about, excuse me, your mind being reset. I mean, that's how it was. It was so weird. Cause so like the next day I'm just going through all the things that I was doing. Like I, I went to the grocery store And I just, you know, I had some things I had to do on my computer and around the house. And I was with people sometimes. And there was just things where my logical brain would be like, why is this not irritating you? Like you should be irritated by this or you should be concerned about this or you should be anxious about this because normally I am, but my body was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Whatever. It's okay it's no big deal everything will be fine <laughs> like it was like almost a war in my brain because I just felt so happy and so good and so just I don't know like cloud nine I was just feeling so great and so positive and you know my logical mind I think was sort of catching up like oh okay so everything's okay okay all right I, I guess it's okay so it was, it was really awesome and it really had a huge impact, not only on me, but some of the relationships that, um, were affected by the emotions that I was having have definitely improved. So I just want to let you guys know that, um, I really hope that you will try this, uh, get in touch with her if you want to do a session, totally worth it. So, um, thank you for listening And um, make sure you share this. If you know someone in your life that would really benefit from it. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. If you haven't picked up the book, you can get that at imaginemom.com book. I'm doing um, speaking engagements now. So... Um, I will be letting people know about events and if you have any place you want me to speak, let me know. I would love to speak to uh, women's and mom's groups. So just give me a buzz at eimaginemom@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Have a great day.